Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Irish phone box, a staple of bygone days. Before mobile phones were invented and most households had their own landline, they're now set to disappear from many Irish towns by next year. Air will no longer be required to operate public pay phones under a universal so- service obligation, which runs out at the end of this year. And this is really due to low usage levels. But for me and so many p- other people, these phone boxes remind us of times past. 456 phone boxes currently remain around the country, Some have been restored by my first guest, Paul Murphy. He's known as the Phone Box Man and he joins me on the line now. How are you doing, Paul? Hi, Sinead. How are you? I am great. Now, for me, a phone box symbolises my youth. You know, we did have a landline in the house. I didn't have a mobile until I was about 18, um, but I used to use... You were very posh (laughs) if you had the landline. (laughs) You're you're, you're younger than me, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we did have the landline all all, all right during my youth. But, you know, I used to use the phone box, right, for clandestine type phone calls with boys, (laughs) you see. Of course, you you know, this is you didn't want your parents <laughs> listening in, you know, to what what you were saying to boys. <laughs> well, that 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 would have been a very important part of it. I mean, um I suppose I I I, I the first phone box I repaired was I, I do it in my front garden and I'm on a busy road in, in Whitehall in Dublin and the people walking by would tell me their memories like that, maybe talking to their boyfriend and I've heard some other more candid stuff that I wouldn't repeat on your on, on, on the radio <laughs> this, this early in the day and what went on with curtain couples in those phone boxes but then we leave that one <laughs> <laughs> but you know they, these were hugely popular in, in communities I mean when people didn't have a landline as you said you know you would have grown up in the 60s they were really really vital at that stage they weren't popular they were essential they were an essential part of the community um, people depended on them to uh, there's a lovely video on, on YouTube called Bye Bye Now. Uh, it's an old video. Uh, it's a short film, about six minutes, but it's lovely. But it's got people's memories. And you hear people who had to ring the hospital to see if their child was born because dads yes. weren't allowed into the hospital. And hearing that memory of that they had a baby and just being king of the world and phoning people, uh, people walking maybe two or, two or three miles to get to the phone, to, to wait to get a phone call from England from their their loved one who's working away, all these kind of things. And it's not just the phone box, it's the memories that it brings and, 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 and what it meant to those people. And that's, that's really what... And I think the generation now wouldn't realise when they're walking by the aluminium kiosks that are still left, that they're pulling out of um, now, 
would realise what they meant and what they they because it, it's taken for granted that everyone has a mobile phone now. Well, this is it absolutely, and you're you're touching on some great memories there as well for people. And I mean, like I used to go hunting round for twenty p coins and stuff like this <laughs> to put into the like you know because these phone calls would be so important. And you know, as you say, people used to wait beside them for people to ring. Uh, and if you were expecting a call and then there was someone come up behind you to try and use the phone, you'd be going mad. You'd be going get yeah, off that phone. <laughs> Absolutely, and then there was you're talking about the, the kids up to up to up to development. Uh, there was tapping the tapping the, the calls where they you could tap uh, all the numbers except zero zero. You had to dial to get a free call. Did you hear that one? Or was oh, that I didn't. Just Dublin? Yeah, no, I didn't was, know this. You could, no, you used to be able to tap the number. So if you tap it seven times, leave a gap. That's the for that's a, a seven, and you do that, and you dial the, the zero, and you can get free calls. <gasps> and another thing the kids used to do. They used to shove cardboard or paper up into the return, the, the coin return slot. Oh. And when some people, if they didn't get through, if you didn't get through and you didn't press button, button A, you'd press button B to get your money back. <laughs> but it wouldn't come out. <laughs> so you think the phone's gone, phone's faulty, and you, you go off and they come back and pull out the paper and get the coins back. Oh, the kids I love this it. This the devilment they get up to. The devilment of it all, absolutely. <laughs> harmless you know, fun, really. I know you're saying it, but harmless fun. Devilment. Absolutely, devilment is right. And, you know, someone messaged into the show when we were talking about this last week and uh, they said, that, you know, they remember the phone box and it would go a bit haywire from time to time and you could call people in foreign countries for free until Telecom Aaron, who they were uh, at the time, came and fixed it. Did you ever hear this? I did, I did. And there was, there's, there's reportedly a phone, there was a phone box in Ranla which was a flatland back then as well, but and it, it was free calls anywhere, and you could phone anywhere. But there was a queue halfway down the street for this phone box every day, every day. <laughs> Everyone was was using it to, to phone everywhere. But uh, yeah, th- th- those were the days. Now you know, I would be hard pushed, I suppose, and draw it particularly to find some of these. I suppose that you'd have to really go looking for them at this stage. But there are a few of them still around there, as I mentioned at the start. You know, I can understand why they're being made obsolete. But you know, for you, do you think that they're going to really change? I suppose the streetscape of our our country. I suppose that there's one on the way into Drada and what's the the Millmount Centre or Mill? Up, oh yeah, yeah. There's one in in that in that complex there, lovely one, lovely old one, an old concrete one. Oh, but, you're um, right, there is, yes, yes. There's one in there, yeah, it's nice. Um, but um, I I I don't, and I, I'm probably saying the wrong thing here now, but I don't have an affinity to those to the to the modern kiosks, the mm. aluminium kiosks. Even though I probably will if I'm given the opportunity to get one or two of them, because I think they will become a collector item. Yes. I, I will. I will take them, or you know, if if I do come across them. But but uh, it's 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 going back to the 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 old concrete ones, the the yellow and green ones, and I think that's when when uh, and and more and more of them are being restored and brought back to life. Oh, they really and they are, are appearing. They are appearing in villages around the country. Uh, tidy towns are are on, constantly on the lookout for them. Oh to, yes. To, to enhance the village and bring it back to what it was maybe 30 years ago and that's that's I mean I did one up um, a few months ago uh, and I went to Kilmeek in, in, in Kildare and they, they, they were gutted that their phone box was gone without any consultation their phone box was taken from the village mm. and they were looking for one they found me online and uh, commissioned me to, to do up a phone box for them and they just made up their um, that that was that was featured on Nationwide there earlier on in the year but and I think but that's the kind of community that, that I think you will see more and more Obviously, there's less and less of them out there, but I think the ones that are there and uh, in private 
ownership that have been uh, in rack and ruin will be brought back to life. And this is what someone. you do. This is what you do, Paul. You know, tell, tell me how you got into this because you were in a really different career prior to doing up these phone boxes. That's right. I was in the, the security industry, electronic security for, for 30 odd years. And um, I suppose then I, I was suffering from depression and anxiety. Mm. And it was a recession at the time and everything was kind of going downhill for me work-wise and eventually I was out of work and I was in a, a, a dark hole shall we say mm. but I, I had started doing restoring clocks and things like that small things I'd done a few small projects but I was on holidays down in, in West Cork and uh, I was I, I spotted on Dundee a, a, a phone box that was coming up in, in, in Longford I think it was for sale and it was in a bit of a state now there was there was no windows left on it there was no door there was nothing on it and I had to go and say to the missus can we spend a thousand euros on a, on a phone box that's in bits <laughs> oh I see she and, loved uh, that <laughs> well she she kind of she's very understanding and she realised that this is something I want to do and it would, it would get, keep, me, keep me doing something and get yeah. focused on something while I wasn't working so we got it and we, we shipped it home um, we got it on my brother is in uh, in Betty's town and he got it on the back of his trailer and brought it back home for me um, and we, uh, I, I spent two months outside in my front garden doing it up. And the amount of people, what's lovely, what was part of, of, of getting me to a good place was the, what it meant to people. Yeah. Everyone going by of an age would stop and talk to me and tell me what that meant to them. I had a guy who said he used to install them back in the day. And he, uh, he said, I think I have some handles, door handles in my shed. New old door handles, shall we say. And he went and brought them back to me. I had a guy brought me an AB phone that he had wow. and they're, 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 they're rare and valuable so like they're rare. worth money but he wouldn't take any, any money off he asked me to put a few bob to a charity and I did wow. that but wow. uh, you know it, it just it, uh, people and people appreciate them being done up oh absolutely they really yes. appreciate it. and that has that's a great uh, it was a boost for me to realise that I'm doing something that, that people like you know what I mean and that's and people value it and this is where the change in, in life direction for you came and you're, you're so much more content now because this is what you are doing, not just phone boxes, but you're Absolutely. working with, with antiques well, and well, everything. From that, I, I, I decided I'd do the antique restoration competition on the Late Late Show and I didn't win it. But I ended up getting a job with Niall Mullen, who was the, the expert on the show. He gave me a job in his shop. I ended up working there for a couple of years and I did the big, the big DIY challenge on RTE and... It just it kept building, boosting me confidence, giving me a direction, and I got onto my daughter uh, Sarah, who's on, on Instagram, colourful Saz. She got me to uh, to get onto the Instagram uh, yeah. as, as the phone box man, phone box man, and that's opened up a whole new community of interiors and and restoration. And, I and, and, love and your lovely. page. I love it. it. I love it. There's so Thank much colour <laughs> and vibrancy. I'm so jealous of your house as well. It looks so nice. Um, Thank you. What is the most unusual thing that you've restored apart from the phone boxes? Um, that's a good question. Um, I've done up an old clock uh, from the probably from the 30s, 40s, and an old, uh, from an exterior of a shop, mm. a big two-foot diameter clock, double-sided clock with a light inside it. That was unusual. I'm doing up an Eames lounge chair at the moment uh, from the late 1950s. It'd be a pretty rare chair. Um, wow. And that's, I'm enjoying that. I'm really caught into that. painting the outside of the house and I, I, I I, I was I was glad of the rain yesterday. I was able to get back to my chair, but I want don't say that to the wife. No, <laughs> we won't tell her. We won't tell her. No. And uh, so this but, is what you uh, do. So people can contact you. They can commission you to do stuff, which is fantastic. Do you plan on getting your hands on another few of these phone boxes before they're gone from our streets altogether, Paul? 
I have uh, nearly three, two and one incomplete of the old concrete boxes in in my front garden, ready to restore. Um, but yeah, I, I, if, if, if these, I, I'm, I'm going to have to find out what's happening these uh, the, the the aluminium ones. Mm. But you'll find there's there's a value on those, whether it's it's, it's scrap aluminium or something. So I don't know what they'll be doing. But I have some contacts in there, and I must uh, must find out what they're doing with them, and I'll see if I can get my hands on a couple of them. No better man to to restore them, that's for sure. Uh, Paul, it's been lovely having you on the show. Lovely trip down memory lane with yourself. People can get in touch with you, by the way, through Instagram. Is that the best place? That's probably the best way, yeah. Phone box man on Instagram. Listen, Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Great trip down memory lane. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Thanks, Sinead. I'd just like to say a quick hello to my mother in Laytown. She's a, 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 an avid fan of LMFM, listens every day, so if I could just say hi to her. Yes. She's got a bit of a cold, no COVID, a little bit of a cold at the moment, and she's just recovered from that. And what's, Bye, ma'am. what's her name? Dimpna Murphy. Dimpna ah, Dimpna Murphy. Dimpna Murphy. I know That's the name right. well. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, thanks a million for joining Take us, care. and thanks a million to Dimpna for listening as well. Thanks, Sinead. Thank you.